0: Today on the Mintra Models Podcast, we take our seats in the tavern car with some friends and reminisce about train adventures past. Tasty drinks, great stories, and lots of laughs. All this and more. So get your ticket from the station, grab a seat, and make sure you don't miss the train. All aboard! Good evening, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 69 of the Miniature Models Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rochford. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Matt Z, John S, and Johnny. How are we all doing tonight, gentlemen?
1: Not too bad, man. How are you doing?
2: Fantastic, guys. Fantastic. Good to yes, be indeed. back. All good on my end as well.
0: The, the four Amigos are, are back in business again, so... Hey, you, did, you guys did a great job last week, I will say, or I should say in our last
3: episode. Oh, thank you.
2: Yeah, John did awesome. John, he did, he, as a new host, you carried that I show, I really Fantastic. appreciate that.
3: I felt I had big shoes to fill, and I did my best. Um, did my best to give us all a good show.
2: Matt, or you can retire yeah, nice now. You're good. Nice. We, got, we got a new.
0: <laughs> thank goodness. Thank goodness, that, <laughs> thank goodness the, uh, the Miniature Models podcast 401k kicked in. So
3: No, we need your nice <laughs> podcast <laughs> ASMR voice, uh, Matt. We can never replace you. <laughs>
0: Appreciate that. Thank you. Well, gentlemen, we aren't alone tonight uh, as we have two returning guests and really good friends. So bringing uh, back to the show here, we have Carmine and Steven. So how are you guys doing tonight?
4: Doing pretty good, man. Just excited to be back on the podcast and talk about uh, definitely some adventures we've had this past year.
5: Good, good. Glad to be back on. Um, yeah, looking forward to uh, reminiscing about our adventures this year and uh, in past.
0: Yeah, I think this was probably the most abundant year for folks traveling around, meeting up, having uh, you know get-togethers and stuff like that. So we definitely have uh, a lot to talk about for sure. So let's go ahead and jump into our check-in segment. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, direct this right to our, our guests tonight and, uh, see what they've been up to in the, in the last week or so, uh, Carmine, what you been up to? Uh,
4: been staying busy. That's for sure. Uh, with Christmas, um, from last week, it was nonstop, uh, was finishing up a couple of, uh, Christmas trains with us sugar. And then I had to pick up some days at the hobby shop to help them finish out their, uh, their Christmas year and just continually working on people's projects. uh, You know, just, just a good solid year, but a busy one and looking forward to next year. That's for sure. Awesome.
0: Uh, Steve, how about yourself?
5: Yeah, same here. It's been a little busy. It's my busy time of year with the paternal organizations, getting all of the membership information, dues bills out and whatnot, but uh, on the train side of it, um, we had uh, two weekends down at uh, NASA Lionel Operating Engineers, Noel and uh, the open house was a big success. We had uh, quite a few people. I think it was 2,300 and change came through the door. So that kept us a little busy and, of course, uh, just a few things around the house on the layout. So Awesome. Yep.
0: All right. Good to hear. Uh, Mr. John Schwartz, how about you?
3: I've been good as well. Had a fantastic Christmas. uh, Getting ready for the uh, new year here. Um, As far as being social, I had quite a few things uh, recently. Got to spend a lot of time with family. Um, A pretty low-key Christmas this year. Wasn't super busy, which was nice for a change. But um, yeah, looking forward to spending some time with uh, some of my local train friends here. Um, And I've also picked up uh, just in the past couple of... uh, Weeks here, two, uh, more B and O brass locomotives. So uh, I've been fully engorging myself on my um foameryness, and uh, it's been a good time. I'm really enjoying myself. Awesome, uh, Matt Z. How about yourself?
1: You know, John, talking with you, uh, Isaac, and Sid, I never realized how much stuff B and O had, and how little they've how made of the it too. Of Holy smokes, you guys get into it. Oh, yeah. And, yes, Karma, I know there's a joke in there. But, anyway, uh, for me, I've been working on the layout some. I uh, got the rest of my cantonary in, so I now have a full loop of track with uh, cantonary on it. It's not live yet, but uh, in due time, I will power it and continue to work on the layout. So, you know, I've got a lot more to do, but we're slowly getting there. And uh, kind of like John, kind of been a slow Christmas, which is, you know, good enough for me. But uh, hanging with family and just relaxing, so... Couldn't ask for much more than that.
2: Mr. Johnny? I've been really busy since our last show. In fact, once our last show went live, I went out and drove out to Chicagoland, and I picked up my 1630 Decapod, which is an engine I love. Um, To those who listen to the show, you guys are aware that uh, Matt and I are Chicagoans, so the Illinois River Museum is pretty close to us and a place that we like to hang out. And Lionel made 1630— and if you listen to our catalog show, we begged and pleaded for Ryan to go and have the sounds recorded. And Lionel may do him that. They went and recorded the sounds. The engine's fantastic. It runs great. And to convey how much I love it, my Vision Big Boy sits, and I can't take the 1630 off the layout. So it's a fantastic engine. And guys in the Discord have been helping out to um, help me customize that engine to make it even more uh, accurate to the real engine. I've also been busy hanging out with the uh, Chicago boys here. Uh, last weekend we went out to uh, Rafes to his train bunker we helped him rewire the layout again because he uh, taken the track off to repaint the tabletop so we were wiring and hanging out talking trains and it's nice to have a kind of like a private club environment too so that's been a lot of fun and got some some Christmas goodies for my girlfriend for Christmas got some some Santa Fe pasture cars I know Matt R likes the idea of me getting more Santa Fe Um But yeah, it's been really nice and hanging out with buddies and hopefully uh, get to hang out with some other folks soon. So good times. How about you, Matt?
0: Well, you should be getting Santa Fe from Santa because that makes sense.
2: It's the only railroad he's allowed to give. Come on. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, a couple weeks, last couple weeks were busy for me as well. Spending time with my family and my daughter, uh, working on the layout, uh, finishing up my mountain slash tunnel, which is is getting there. I'm now experimenting with some some paints and kind of detailing on the mountain, how I want it to look and stuff like that. So uh, first time for everything. And this is kind of my first experience with this. So I'm kind of doing some uh, testing here and there, taking some pictures, uh, going on YouTube, uh, seeing other people do it. Um, it's actually been really, really fun um, for sure. Uh, just kind of notching up the experience with you know how to do some of that next level landscaping. Uh, But other than that, uh, Christmas was really good. I got some uh, gift certificates for, obviously, to some hobby shops. Big surprise there. uh, And some other little knickknacks here and there. Shirts, hats, um, delicious food, all that. All right. Well, uh, speaking of the holidays, uh, here at the Miniature Models Podcast, uh, we enjoy getting into the holiday groove So, of course, you know, we've uh, brought back our annual holiday photo contest. On our community Discord server, we have created a special thread called Photo Contest where you can post your best holiday train photo for a chance to win a mystery prize. So uh, we do ask that you limit one photo per member and have an underlining theme of railroading as well. Deadline for photos is the 31st, so be sure to get those entries in. Uh, there's also a general holiday photo thread as well. So make sure you're posting in the correct place. Uh, can't wait to see what you all come up with. Uh, and so far in the last couple of weeks, there's been a pretty good, um, I would say, surge of photos in there. And like everyone's photos is looking both, both in the obviously in the photo contest and the general photo. Um, it looks awesome, man. I love I love the ideas that people are coming up with. Just a disclaimer here. A grand Prize will not be hand delivered by Matt Z wearing a mall Santa suit while eating black licorice. All rights reserved. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any use of the pictures of the content of this episode without the express winning consent. The music of the is printed.
2: Looking to expand your collection? Check out Trains.com. Trains is your go-to place for new and used model railroad products. They have everything ranging from engines, rolling stock, parts, track, and scenery. If you need it, they probably have it. With new discounts being added daily, you'll be sure to find something you like. Plus, Trains offers a newsletter which keeps you up-to-date on new items, discounts, and upcoming promotions. We've been using Trains for years and we highly recommend their stellar service. What's really cool is you can also collect points by buying Trains and using them on future purchases. With their awesome rewards program, you can earn points on every purchase that you can use for future discounts. Dedicated modelers can also join their private car membership to get exclusive access to new listings, earn 5 points per dollar spent, and unlock great benefits like no questions asked returns. Trains not only sells trains, but also buys them too. If you've got a large collection or are interested in downsizing and making some cash, you can head on over to SellMyTrains.com. It doesn't get easier than that. You can find them using our affiliate link www.trains.com M-M-O-P or if you want to use our one-time promo code MMOP, you can get $10 off a single purchase on the trains.com website. So check out trains.com and start expanding your collection today.
0: All right, uh, let's get into tonight's discussion and take a trip down memory lane. Since we're all sitting around the tavern car, what are you guys drinking tonight? Okay, I'll go first since nobody said anything. <laughs> do it. Thank
4: you. Honestly? I, appreciate, I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. Jack and Coke. Good right, choice. A I'm a
3: choice. drinking water. Anybody else? I'll have the vanilla. <laughs> oh, boring.
2: John's lame. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll do you one better. I'm drinking tea water. I've got uh, Darjeeling tea. Spicy I'm, uh, water. i a bit of a sore throat. Spicy water. Spicy. Water with a kick. Actually, one of our one of our friends when he was um, uh, th- our buddies at GFW, I think Wally had told us the story that uh, when when George was really young, first time he had soda, I think he had like, he he grabbed like I think a Sprite or Seven Up when his when he thought it was water, <laughs> he would never had soda before, so he had a bunch of it, and then when he when Wally finally looked at him, George's eyes were just bugging out of his head, and he says, I really like the <laughs> spicy water. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well um i'm drinking uh sprite and amaretto it's a little uh mixture i like to make every now and, and
4: amaretto mm.
0: yeah it's really really good so i i like amaretto sours uh but you know there's obviously a little bit of a time to actually you know go to my little setup and make that um but with sprite and amaretto you just pour the amaretto in a uh, on the rocks and then put put the sprite on top and you're you're good to go. It's actually really tasty. It's actually has a really refreshing taste to it. Yeah. If you like Amaretto, I suggest you try that. It's really good. Interesting.
1: I finished my drink, so right now I'm having nothing, but I just finished a cherry Pepsi. That's a Pepsi. very
3: you drink. But that's I, a very you grab thing me a to beer. have. We'll see. Cherry I Pepsi. Know. That's it's perfectly on brand for you.
1: What's that? Jerry, cherry Pepsi? Yeah. <laughs> Hell That's yeah. perfectly on brand, <laughs> yes, sir. You can have milk and Pepsi. You can have <clears throat> milk and Pepsi.
0: Ugh. Who? Oh, God. Who whose favorite what? drink was milk and Pepsi? What? There's a little um, me? Uh, quiz for you guys.
4: Hopefully, oh my gosh, who,
0: whoever's yeah, don't, whoever that is, should be I don't want to it to the moon. <laughs> Maybe Steve would know. It was a TV show.
5: No, I can't say I remember okay. milk and Pepsi. Yeah, but. Uh, Tonight I'm drinking water. Yeah, kind of, uh, right. Tomorrow night, <coughs> I'll a a <laughs>
0: Spice, spicy water tomorrow?
5: I said, yeah, it could be.
0: Uh, okay, gotcha.
5: Probably uh, some hot water in there. So we'll see.
0: Well, the answer to the question was Laverne from Laverne and Truly. So. Oh, God. Ugh. Oops.
1: You know, I, I was going to say Laverne and Shirley, Bleh. but I wasn't sure that was the answer, but still. Gross. All right, so
0: uh, that was the the first kind of initial, like, uh, just question. But I do have questions for you guys during the length of this episode as we kind of go on down. And mm-hmm. you're going to be visited by three questioning ghosts, okay? Oh, God. This is like the Christmas carol here. <laughs> I'm out. If there's ghosts, I'm so
3: out. You've had you trouble with ghosts before. You're like, oh, nope. <laughs> Yikes.
0: Is,
4: is, that, is Zach Baggins going to be on the show? Like, hey, Scooby-Doo, like, it's a go- ghost. <laughs> all right.
3: Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> right, Raggy? <Maggie. laughs>
0: that was really good, actually, whoever did that. <laughs> all
3: right.
0: All right. Uh, first question. Uh, your pick for the best engine slash train slash rolling stock released in 2023. Uh, nope, I don't want any ties. I don't want any, I can't pick one thing. Just give me, use your gut. What What was your, and you don't have to own this item. Just based on kind of like the whole year and what you've seen and what you've seen on TV. And I'm not TV, but yeah, because TV, that's where we see all this stuff. Yeah, um, Lionel Bank. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So, based on like you know, YouTube and content creators and everything else, what do you think was the, the best engine and train set rolling stock
1: released in 2023? Slaybell Limited, you like the Slaybell Limited that train? No is a
5: f- what? Let tell
1: you what, uh? absolute bro, you know me, no, <laughs> holy, f- go figure that out, would you, <laughs> bro? I Chris RVP put up a showed a picture of just one of the cars. <laughs> and my response to him was, I knew I should have ordered that train. I knew I should have ordered it. And oh, I'm kicking myself so bad for getting it.
2: I, I should have ordered I think it. that was a good choice. But, uh, yeah.
1: But yeah. yeah. That was, so that that was a, beautiful, a
2: train beautiful, beautiful train to see in person. Because we did get to see that run Well, we did. Were, was it, was it the full, was it the full it. set running or he, was it just the engines? He had, he had part of it yeah. at least. Yeah, that was really cool. the the uh, It's it's a really cool set when it's all put together. It really grabs your attention. I just look great going around his layout. The uh, the horns are very interesting. I will say it, it gives a uh, was a war War of the Worlds vibes when you, when you They're hear French it.
4: horns. You heathen,
2: you heathen. Still, still, it's nice, but it's very odd. If if it's so didn't make the War
3: me. of the Worlds connection at first, but now that you, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, yep, I see it. Yep, thank you. I ruined it. It's fine. Oh no, you ruined the Christmas train for me.
4: This is just probably going to be me being biased, but I will die on the hill. The Hudsons that MTH just made with the whistle smoke. Those things are monsters. That is
3: a very good choice.
4: And and I have one, so I'm kind of biased. But let me tell you something I ain't seen a better looking Hudson with skull and disc drivers and a PT tender. Than a black J-1E, and that thing's a monster. And then you got Isaac's sound file that he did for it. It's ridiculous. Small children <laughs> run in fear that from was,
3: it. That was a really good engine. <laughs> You're not kidding.
2: Didn't they make a pacemaker version of that engine? With yes, the, they did.
3: It did, That yeah. one came out really Chris, nice. On. I think Chris got with that one, too, didn't he? Didn't we see that one when we were there?
5: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you me, were admiring me when I was on over side.
3: New York Central engine? Who, are, who am I?
5: Well, I'm going to go with the Dreyfus there. And the twentieth okay. century limited. Uh, I kept trying to talk myself out of that one, and uh, one night with Sid, he's going, "You got to get it. You got to go for it." And I placed <laughs> the order that night and had it the next day. So
3: that was a great train for you nice. to get, Steve. Like it's uh, that the fact that they did a whole new tooling for that is so nice. It's such a good-looking engine.
5: Yeah, I was going to say that's why I like running the two of them together. Showing the difference in the uh, tooling, and uh, even though it's a lighter gray, I I find it to be uh, the colors just pop on it, and it sort of matches the gray on the pacemakers. Uh, I've scheme, seen plenty so. of photos where
3: they look light colored, so you know what people need to people need to stop. It looks fine. It's fantastic, Johnny. Uh, I
0: think you and I will probably have the same answer, but I'm going to see what you say.
2: Well, well, before I before I go to mine. I will say, Steve, when we ran the Empire State Express and your your TMCC Dreyfus side by side racing on your layout earlier this year, that that was so cool. Like just you guys race and try to get it in sync, and then the perfect shot of them rushing out of the tunnel and screaming past the station—that was such a cool shot. I love that. That was one of my favorite memories. Um, but in terms of my fair pick, it's it's like I said before. Uh, it's it's got to be sixteen thirty. It's such a small engine, and it's very well done. I know there's people who are going to say it has certain things that are missing, it doesn't have this, or this isn't the right place. And, and I understand. You know, I've seen the engine in person, ridden behind it many a times, and yeah, I noticed those things too. But in terms of innovation, I think it's fantastic. Lionel put a decent chunk of their budget into retooling the decapod, the Russian Decapods for that catalog, and the fact they put the money into it Went out to IRM, recorded the sounds, and actually improved on the MTH version. I've ran the Proto 2, the Proto 3, and the Lionel one is just so much nicer, runs so much better. Uh, And not to mention that this is an engine, if you're thinking of the five whistles, five bells-wise, Lionel has had this history of their quillable whistles are really synthetic and very almost harmonic in a way. So they haven't had the throatiness of a real good, actual, accurate whistle. And in this engine alone, you've got 1630's whistle, you have 90's whistle, and you have 765's whistle. Three actual recordings of whistles in a Lionel engine. And aside from 90, when was the last time you saw Lionel go out and record a new whistle? It's been many, many years since they've done that. So I think this is a big turning point for Lionel because if they can keep that momentum with better sounds and... And more focus on accuracy of, of models that are available and engines that are out there. I, I think this could be a turning point for them. It, it's not perfect, but I think it's a good point uh, for the future of of the the hobby. So, but that's that's my choice. How about you, Matt? Matt R.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I just add a little bit onto that because my pick was also sixteen thirty. I think Lionel knocked it out of the park, and especially in the sound department, I think I think it sounds exactly like it should sound. Um, it it warm any Whistle's right. But right now, the whistle it has now, they just did a good job on that. And it's a very personal engine to us Midwest Railroaders. Obviously, go to IRM. We see this, you know, the the kind of the crown jewel of, you know, IRM as far as, like, you know, small steamers goes. Uh, and then, you know, Lionel reproduces it. Like, that's just awesome. Mr. John
3: S. So, I'm going to say... Maybe not one particular item, but just in general, Lionel kind of killed it with sets this year. I feel like their sets have been getting so, like the high-end, you know, legacy sets, they've been getting so good lately. They've been doing, like, all this, like, research on them, so they're doing these accurate, like, you know, really exclusive cars to them. You had the um, Cumberland Valley Way Freight, the Hagerstown Hotshot was amazing. So they're giving us these really unique, interesting themed sets that give you a lot of value for money and like a really unique train plus the box art has been fantastic too so definitely i think the best thing we've seen come out of the year for me is the train sets we've been getting but also the russian decapods i'll piggyback off you guys um that's one of the best cases of Lionel improving stuff on the mth tooling and just doing something really good with uh what they had to offer you know like you guys said going out and recording 1630 they knew they had to do that engine right because you guys love that engine so much as midwesterners so they knew they had to do that sucker right. But, yeah, I would say the Russian deck mods and the um, the Transits, we just got a really cool bunch of stuff this year. It was a good year.
0: Yep. Yeah, especially in this last, I would say, last quarter, this fourth quarter, holy cow. <laughs> there's, and that's kind of, like, par for the course, right? Like, a lot of, uh, you know, stuff comes in in the fourth quarter. But I, I agree with you 100%, John. Like, there's been a lot of great stuff all year round.
2: From oh, from yeah, absolutely. again right? MTH with the Hudson oh, Atlas and Lionel, yep yep. Kind of piggybacking off of what you guys are saying here, since we're on the the sixteen thirty um, train right now. What so this year in terms of adventures, we went from at least from the Midwesterners' perspective, we went from going to the East Coast a lot to go you know visit folks to a lot of folks actually came out to see us this year. Um, we had Sid come visit us in March earlier this year. And then Maddie C and Roman and then Bill B came to visit. And then we actually took them out to IRM uh, during the first day that they were open this year, which was a uh, culture shock to, um, to Roman because it was, per Chicago weather, beautiful in the 80s shorts weather for, I think, for Friday and Saturday. And then Sunday, it was snowing. So Roman didn't know how to handle himself All with right. the snow. <laughs> he was freezing and dying. Um, and, we, and we rode the inner urbans in the snow. And then we actually got a chance to properly host um, everyone, our, our buddies from the East Coast uh, during our first proper get-together, which was uh, Shaitan Boogaloo. And uh, Carmine and Steve uh, were actually... Uh, were there with us as well. Uh, Steve has come to Chicago and hung out with us a couple of times and has been out for uh, Chicago for other trips with, I believe, the LCCA. Uh, And then, Carmine, this was your first chance getting to hang out with us in person. So what did you guys think for IRM? I I know Steve what was like as a returning uh, visitor, and Carmine, what was like visiting IRM for the first time?
4: Steve, you want to go first?
2: You can
5: go first. I'll pick up.
4: So so coming from somebody who comes from Florida and uh we have a very minuscule amount of trains anything here outside of theme parks pretty much in most cases it was it was definitely a culture shock i mean you can look at these places on on youtube and and tv and and you know google all this kind of stuff and when you're there and you're actually among the stuff and you're able to climb on things and talk to people and and do all this stuff it, it's definitely an eye opener to how, how many other states with the exception of Florida really love and appreciate, you know, their railroads and their railroad history and stuff. And I mean, as it should be, Chicago was a railroad hub and still is a railroad hub. You know, us down South here, we got Florida East coast, Atlantic coastline and CSX pretty much. And ACL is pretty much gone, um, merged into CSX, but IRM, just alone, their collection and the caliber of what they have is is really astonishing. I've never seen a museum where they run diesel, steam, and electric all in one shot. I mean, the amount of continuity and, and, and cooperation between the people that are dispatching the trains and stuff is insane. I mean, to be able to walk in and just see a Shea crawling in front of you with a couple of cabooses was cool but then when you get to see that gleaming um E unit with the Zephyr and the 1630 and 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 the trolley cars and the electric buses and stuff it it was so cool just the amount of collection i mean you guys were telling me the size of the car barns and like what's in them and i'm like there's no way all these things are fitting in these barns and then when you walk into these car barns do you see like a Milwaukee Road Northern and then there's a um a Y3 and then there's Mikados and gg1s and you're just like holy crap and like we weren't even scratching the surface of apparently what you guys were telling me because we we ran out of time we got there kind of late but it was just it was such a cool experience and it was a more much more of a fun experience to be able to to share it with you guys people that are are native to that area and you guys kind of know the ins and outs and you guys know certain people in, in certain aspects and it was just it was such a fun experience and I, I really cannot wait to do it again and maybe try a different a different spot, you know, whether it's, you know, Long Island or maybe even eventually out in California. But Chicago is definitely on my, my list to stop again. I just I loved everything about it up there. The weather, um, the hospitality of everybody and just the whole atmosphere of everything up there was just a ten out of ten for me.
2: Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was it was such a fun time having you up there it for was, the first time. It was, Steve, how did you enjoy it?
5: Well, I've been out there quite a few times, and i got to say this was special to see so much equipment out and operating. Uh, Usually you'll see maybe uh, three or four different pieces that will be out on a particular day. So, you know, multiple visits you get to see some more of the collection. But, uh, you know, when we were there that day, that was just awesome to see all of the different equipment out and operating, and to be able to even ride on it. Um, The number of barns with the amount of equipment that is stored in them, um, I've been there, I think, like six times and spent a good portion of, uh, you know, a day there each time, and you still don't get to see everything that's there. Their collection is probably one of the largest in the country especially with what's operational um being a member of the museum over in uh, pennsylvania i i know we've got quite a bit of equipment there but very little of it's operational um so it's it's always nice to be able to see the equipment actually operating as it did in its day um also you were talking carmine down in Florida. Uh, I mean, Long Island here, we, we have our rail commuter service. A um, little bit of freight, but not much. Um, so definitely the amount of equipment that's on the island that uh, would be in a museum is uh, minuscule. Um, so it is always nice to visit these uh, museums in other states and, yeah, really get to see what railroading history looks like. So, yeah, we talk about, uh, you know, that's the fun part of this hobby is the uh, social end of it. Uh, The people that I have met over the years in this uh, hobby and uh, in the railroading industry, it's definitely, uh, it's it's an experience. And uh, I've got a lot of friends here that work the local railroad. And as they're aging out, they're starting to pass along some of their memorabilia, and I know some of you guys have seen what's down in the basement and whatnot, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's always nice to preserve and keep that uh, for future generations.
2: So from a, a Midwesterner's standpoint, from a Chicagoan's point of view, um, you know, we know what, what Carmine and Steve think, visiting and for the first time and, and coming back, but... Matt R., this is probably the first time – I know you've been to IRM before before this year, but this is the first time we properly dragged you back to the museum to experience it with us. And I remember you were in complete shock of how much stuff was there. I mean, the first day you were there, they were doing – with RPO demonstration with the BN Executive Unit. We uh, did the, the dinner train for Shea It Forward on Nebraska Zephyr where we met Joe Stackler. And in the 75 for 75, 75 operating pieces of equipment for 75 years of IRM, you and I stood outside in the rain, sun, fog for for many hours just to see the little Joe run. What was it like for you going back after so long? Well, first of all, yeah,
0: you're right. I, I, I did, uh, it, it had been a while since I had been back there. And of course, you know. Uh, the month I choose to go back, I go back like two times, to the two following weekends as well. So I went there like three times in a row, which was obviously fantastic. And and you're right, they had different activities uh, each time we went back. Uh, but it was, God, it's so cool there. For somebody who's just into rail fanning and loves seeing all kinds of engines from, uh, you know, older engines to stuff that's modern I mean, like, IRM has, like, everything. It's kind of ridiculous the amount of variety um, that they have there. I mean, what if like, 90, you know, freaking electric engines? Like, that's crazy. Like, where is all this stuff at? It's like, and they have a, obviously, they have a large amount of land there and a lot of buildings where they keep kind of everything kind of covered in, stuff like that. But um, I was very, very impressed and, you know, just a really quick memory of IRM. I used to live, I grew up way out there. Um, I didn't grow up in Union, but I grew up in Marengo, which was the town next to Union. So, uh, and I remember going there as a kid, and I believe we were in, I believe it was a trolley. And I remember, uh, or as an interurban, I, I, I don't remember exactly, but I remember uh, going down that main line there. And I remember the conductor or the, uh, or the engineer, like, actually let me like drive it like you know I was able to hold the throttle and stuff like that and that's just what what a fantastic memory as a kid and then just going back there um you know a couple months ago and that memory kind of like just kind of like hit me as we got out of the car and we were kind of walking toward you know the gate and stuff like that and I was like god I love this place like just so many memories you can make here and it's it, and it's better obviously when you go with your friends so you can share you know all the good memories and ride all the stuff together and have fun and laugh. So yeah. I can't recommend it enough for folks who come to Chicago, the Chicago area. And if you've never been there, p- please go there. It it is not very expensive at all. Compared to like what you get out of it and the price to get in. And it to be honest with you, I think it's actually better even just to get like a membership there because, you know, I think you go For as many times as you go, like, I think if you pay, like, three separate times to go, I think that's the price of, like, an annual membership. Plus, you're donating to, obviously, a museum. They use those funds to support everybody who goes there because, obviously, people are, um, the workers and stuff that are there are volunteers. A lot of them are volunteers. um, And they put in their own personal time to keep uh, IRM, you know, up and running. So, kudos to them as well. So, shout out to our friend, Tim, who's a volunteer there. (laughs)
2: I uh, I'll want to have a f- final thing to ask on the IRM side of things. I, I don't want this podcast just to be a, a, a love letter to the museum, no matter how much I love that place. Um, but there are other topics I want to touch upon tonight. Uh, Carmine, I think you'll be a great segue for this. So you got to have a really unique experience during showcased Weekend. Uh, just for context, gents, when we, and for our listeners, we took the guys out there during Showcase Weekend when it was 24 hours straight of operations at IRM. So we were there till like midnight and we rode the the, the uh, Nebraska Zephyr at midnight for context. But yes. Carmine got a very unique experience at because of his other experiences in and railroading that he got to have that chance at IRM. Would you be able to tell us about what that experience was and, and what events led up to that moment? Sure. So
4: just a little bit of context um, if you guys do know about me and stuff, you, you do know that I'm, I'm involved, um, in Disney with, uh, the Carolwood society and, and different things like that with the railroads. And I just recently got hired by FMW, um, with us sugar. So I am officially on the crew for the, um, us sugar 148, which is a uh, Pacific steam locomotive built by Alco in 1920. And that's, uh, that's our steam excursion down here towards the South and um when the the chicago trip came up um i was actually i actually started to to be taught how to fire the 148 you know i was i was getting cross trained on it and um when i was going to go up to chicago one of my buddies from disney um shoots me a text message and he's like hey you're going up to chicago right and i'm like yeah 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 he's like ask for joey and i'm like who the hell is joey like acting acting all like suspicious and like whatever and he's like, trust me, when you go to IRM, ask for Joey, tell him JD sent you. I was like, okay, sounds like a mobster deal, but whatever. So we went up to IRM and, uh, you know, we, we went through the whole, the whole museum, you know, in the, the allotted time that we had, and we're going to get ready to, to, um, to run the, uh, get on the train for 1630. And I was telling Tim, who's one of the guys in our discord and Tim's actually the volunteer at um IRM I said hey I'm I'm looking for Joey my friend JD said look for Joey look for Joey and Tim was like oh Joey should be up up front with 1630 come on I'll walk up there with you so me and him were walking up and we're trying to find Joey and uh, the engineers up in the the cab of 1630 and I, I shouted at the guy I'm like hey where's Joey he's like who are you I said I'm Carmine and he goes oh you're Carmine I was like yeah where's Joey he's like he should be coming back up just stand there he's like how do you know Joey? I'm like, I know him through JD, you know, cause now it's at the point now where I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. So it can't get any more Italian than this in the middle of Chicago. And, um, eventually Joey comes up and, and I meet Joey and, um, I, my, my other buddy told Joey all about me and like, and what I do and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, made friends and I made sure I, I greased the right palms. I brought a handful of the, um, US Sugar 148 pins that we have for the engine crew out there. And, uh, you know, no matter who you are as a railroader, everybody likes pins. So I, I slid each of them a pin. And, uh, next thing I know, Joey's like, come on up. And I'm like, Oh really? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're going to ride the footplate with us. I was like, okay, cool. So we went up into the footplate, right? We're sitting there and this is my first experience on anything coal burning, everything I've dealt with. And I've had my hands in has been oil fired. And, um, you know, I'm just sitting there, and we're waiting for our clear signal. And after about, Johnny, what would you say, 10, 15 minutes, all the rest of these guys are riding in maybe the RPO car and stuff with Tim. Yep. We get our clearance signal, and we we pull out of the station. We pretty much clear clear the area, and Joey Joey looks at me and goes, you fire 148, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm learning. Why? He goes, you ever fired coal?" I'm like, no. He's like, you're going to do it today. So this man just handed me the shovel and was like, Go at it. <laughs> so, needless to say, my first experience at IRM, uh, I got put to work and it was the fun kind of work. So I actually got to fire and uh um throw coal and all that stuff on 1630 for almost the entire trip. And it was a great time up until we were coming back to the station, and it was 50 degrees, and it started pouring rain as we're doing 30 mile an hour in reverse, and I am in cargo shorts and a t-shirt, and I am soaking wet, but I wouldn't trade a minute, it was so much fun the entire time, and it, it was, that definitely was the icing on the cake for me, um, for that whole IRM experience, because I did want to, I really wanted to see the Shea, but you know what, as a consolation prize, I'll take a cab ride in 1630 all day, and it definitely was one of the fun and most unique experiences of my life, and it was something that I will always, always remember, and I wouldn't change it for the world.
3: And uh, that was at night too, wasn't it?
4: That was indeed at oh, night.
3: Oh, Man, can you? Oh God, that's so wonderful. You get to be in the cab of a steam engine working at night. That must. Be oh, it was so, so magic.
4: John. It was so. It was so freaking cool, man. It was so cool. Like I could hear the bald eagle screeching <laughs> as I'm in the cab of that thing. Just the amount of America oh, yeah. in that one small moment was phenomenal.
3: <laughs> that's you're not you're not kidding. Yeah, I can't wait to go up to IRM. It's uh, you guys. Oh yeah. you guys are so lucky out there having that thing right in your backyards. And uh, I can't wait to get down to Florida too, Carmine. You got some fun stuff down there too. From what I
4: oh yeah, dude we we got it. We got a ton of good stuff down here. I'm
3: looking forward to it. But that's so cool. I love I love that you got to do that, man.
2: That's awesome. Actually, John, I'm going to throw the mic over to you. What are your highlights for the year? You you went to a couple of events that I didn't get to. Can I cut in really fast?
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I wanted to bring up something for Carmine. Okay, go for it. Carmine, that that's awesome. I'm really glad that, that you got to, yes. to do that. But I want to know where my freaking pin is at.
4: Oh, well, the thing is you don't work at IRM, and uh, I only brought enough pins for the engine crew. I, I see how it <laughs> so, is. So maybe if you're nice to me, maybe maybe one will find its way in the mail because I have a bunch more now. I
2: appreciate that. Maybe, you better be given no Tim problem. one because he's probably nice. sitting there <laughs> yeah. Like listening. Yeah, give Tim I, one, please, before you I, give me I, one. I don't remember. I don't remember
4: if I gave Tim one or not. I might have, but I, I I'll be honest with you. I don't remember.
0: <laughs> I'm only like pulling your chain, of course. I'm just oh. kidding. no, I, I know but you are. I do like pins, though. I'll, I'll let you know that for sure.
3: <laughs> oh man,
0: sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Johnny.
2: Yeah, no worries, man. But yeah, I am going to throw the mic over to John. So, John, what you went to a couple adventures that I didn't get a chance to take part of this year. What, which ones were some of your favorites from from twenty
3: twenty three? Oh man, good lord! Yeah, we know we did a lot of stuff. Uh, it, uh, although I missed uh, all the Chicago stuff, unfortunately, just did not work out this uh, this time around. Looking forward to changing that next year. Um, yeah, no, we had a we had a ton of good times. Uh, I got to hang out with a lot of my local buddies. We did some uh, some RBP visits. We did. Um, some uh what else we also did some uh we went to my favorite thing probably from the whole year um apart from our york visits which we did we all got to hang out on those was uh going to new york and uh hanging with steve and everybody up there you guys came out from uh the midwest where that was super fun and we got to do um the i think what, what did we call it the big apple something um the big apple jamboree that was a lot of fun getting to do the uh the NLOE layout and, uh, Steve being an amazing host as he always is. And, uh, yeah, that was probably the, uh, one of the best trips that we did, but yeah, we had a lot of good fun this year. Tons of, uh, fun stuff. No, no cab riding for me, unfortunately this time around. Um, nothing to that level of enjoyment. That's, uh, that's next level, but yeah, no, I had a really good year overall. I love any, any time I get to be social with any of you guys, um, in person is such because we just get to, you know, because we're you know going through our daily lives, we don't really, you know, we don't really talk about this with no with the with the, the lay people. Um, so when we get to just nerd and foam out together and just you know watch videos and talk about experiences and run trains and go places and see stuff, it's such a great opportunity to just it, it it's so memorable and uh, it's really something that I always look forward to. It you know the whole you know. There's a saying I always try to say, you always have to have something to look forward to. So I really, really enjoyed uh, the time that I got to spend with you guys this year. And I'm looking forward to spending more time going new places next year and seeing even more stuff.
2: Being on the island was so much fun. And kudos to Steve for being such an amazing host for us that weekend. That, That was a trip I was looking forward to and it exceeded all expectations, you know just being out to chill at steve's place and he has such an awesome little man cave down there of like the different layouts the the scale layout the the post-war style layout with standard gauge the the ceiling layout the the slot machines the, it's all of it you know the, the jukebox it's it's all so much fun and the guy getting out to hang out with guys and run trains in a, a small environment is it's so much fun. oh yeah you know you get to and it gives you a chance to really joke around and be able to talk with people one-on-one and, and really form that bond. You know, it, it's not all serious. It's, it's just chilling. It's just hanging out, running trains and having fun. And, and uh, I know, oh, yes. oh yeah. Yeah. Go, go for well, it. I was going to
3: say, I also loved having you guys out for, um, the fact that you guys came out, uh, to hang out with, with us down here in, uh, in, in our area, in, in my hometown, uh, was so nice that you guys made the trip when we came out to York, you guys came South for a bit and, uh, out with us and we just you know shoot the breeze around town and everything and we had such a good time going like getting to show you guys the local stores and everything and uh you know going to the local little hot spots and just old train places and then getting to do our layout tours was so nice i'm so happy that uh you guys came uh came down like uh what's the quote from uh zoigberg from uh Futurama? you never know what's in town until people from out of town come to visit
2: <laughs> exactly.
3: Never exactly. visit
2: the local places. That's <laughs> exactly what it is. <laughs> but yeah, it was so much fun. Being on the island was great. And like I said, Steve, thank you so much for, for hosting us. I know it's a, a lot of work to to host that many guys yeah. at once, but you know, it you went above and beyond and, and I, I can't wait till we can do it again. We're really looking forward to it. The island is the best. Yes.
5: I was glad everyone could make it. Uh one of my favorite moments was when we were all sitting in the living room at uh, what was it, maybe two, three in the morning, and we're just sitting around talking about different things, uh, you know. Or the uh, earlier that night, uh, everybody gathered around the TV watching the train videos and whatnot. Oh. That was uh, just an awesome, awesome event. Um, Going down to Knoll and whatnot, even though we had a little controversy over that, it all worked out in the end. Um, our visit to uh, Train World, uh, Trainland, actually, um, you know, that was uh, another exciting event. Uh, over to Maddie C's layout. Uh, we had, to, I gotta say, Maddie worked hard on getting that all organized, and uh, it's always nice to, you know, be involved in the planning but uh to see it come to fruition is uh really something special so i was glad everyone could make it and uh, we we really did have a lot packed in that weekend we did
3: you guys gave me an amazing birthday party uh that i wasn't even expecting to, which was freaking insane to have that on top of everything else so a uh, big ups to you guys maddie you steve and uh blake and everybody else who participated in that that was so sweet of you guys to do and yeah the coordinating with i mean the amount of planning you guys have to do to have that many people is insane but you guys take it in stride because everybody up there is so friendly
2: 100 percent. i think from the late night conversations what we did when we were sitting around in your living room at like it was like two three in the morning steve i think the one that still sticks with me was when you were talking about like um Talk about your kitchen, I think, and how your wallpaper just said the word kitchen over and over again.
5: Yeah, <laughs> I, I brought up the photos of that and whatnot. It was it was amazing when we first moved in and how certain things have been changed. I mean, there's still a lot that uh, remains, you know, to what it was when it was originally built, but uh, parts of it have been modernized and, uh, you know, a little bit of extensions added here and there. But, uh, Yeah, I look back, uh, it's over 40 years in this place, so a lot of memories.
2: For sure, for sure. I think one of my favorite memories from when you guys were out here with us, actually, is um, just watching you guys play in the layout when you guys were at my house. Um, I I think, Carmine, I I don't know if, I think that was a a new experience for you, just in trains with guys uh, around our age and you, you doing the the crane puzzle and just having fun with the TMCC crane or you and Steve yeah. losing your minds over the switching puzzle. That, that was just fun to watch.
4: I was ready to pick up your layout and throw it through the wall with the switching puzzle. <laughs> but other than that, like everything was so much fun. The whole experience was great, when especially when you're with a bunch of like-minded people. Like I don't have a lot of – a lot of my buddies down here in South Florida, you know, I have my car friends, you know, I have my airplane friends. But I don't have a whole bunch of train friends so to say. And it's cool to be able, I mean, we talk on the discord all the time, but it's awesome to be able to be around you guys. And like, it's like having the discord in real life. And that's what's great about it, because then you can share these experiences in person. And you guys can talk about all these different things in person. And, you know, you hear each other's voices and you see pictures, but it's nice to be able to put like an face to a lot of the names and stuff like that, you know? and and that and that's the beauty of these these meetups and and I can honestly tell anybody who wants to do something like this, you know, get out there and do it because you guys you can you have the ability to make lifelong friends with this kind of hobby because trains are a very tight-knit group of people, especially model trains, and you know, you guys have become some of my closest friends in the last few years that I've known you guys, you know, I mean, we we get along with everything and we all have very common interests and not necessarily trains in general, but it's it's a great time, and, and, you know, we all have very thick skin. Like, me and Steve me and Steve gave, gave each other crap for, like, hours, and Steve just gives it right back to me, and and that's what I love about it, you
5: know? You and yeah, I gotta, you that Steve are a great team. Enjoyable. Just bantering back
2: and forth. Oh, 100%. You and Steve are such a great dynamic duo that I never expected, but I love so much. Like, you guys are a riot to be around each other. It's great but and then hobby shop hopping too is a is a completely different experience when you're with friends as well like steve had mentioned we'd gone to 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 one of the hobby shops out there and we took you guys out to um to Reynolds european imports out here and you guys were there for hours like you you and carmine you and the owner and ray hit it off like immediately dude the school hobby shop is that the one we're talking about the school hobby shop Yep, so for those who don't know, Renault European Imports is a local shop out near us. It's in Elburn, I think. And the hobby shop itself is located in an old, like, downtown bank. There's actually a bank vault in the back. And it specializes entirely of European, like, Marklin and German and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, and if you then, guys are trying to
4: get your Eastern Front Railroad on, that's the place to do it.
2: <laughs> but that it doesn't stop there. Because that's all mostly the HO, and scale Z, all that stuff. But with that hobby shop, they also acquired this huge collection of O-Scale. It's like giant warehouses worth of, of brand new or very well, little, uh, basically new O-Scale stuff that's TMCC era, Legacy, Proto 2, Proto 3, Proto 1, all that stuff um, that they're selling. But there's so much of this stuff that they actually to keep it off-site down the street at an old like elementary school that, t- that turned into a community center. It's like yeah, a whole classroom. And everything's worth. in boxes, Everything's brand new,
5: which is yeah. crazy. But it it wasn't just O-scale. It was the standard gauge, which and, is what yeah. I came home with.
4: <laughs> yeah, and G-scale. They had G-scale. They had everything. His shop was – honestly, Johnny, like the bank The bank part about it was really cool. But what was amazing to me is the, the amount of stock he had, not necessarily with the European stuff, but just like in the school. Just the stuff he had was crazy, man. It was stuff – he had a sealed Lincoln funeral train. Like, the stuff he had, like, it was just, it was crazy, his inventory.
2: Oh, for sure. How many places can you, honestly, that you've been at, aside from when this stuff is brand spanking new, where you see every, almost every Vision big boy from the first run, yeah. every Challenger that was done recently, all the ox tenders that they ever made, and then, like, a bunch of Vision GSs on just one shelf.
4: Yeah, you don't. You don't see it.
2: But. Oh my god! You guys were sweating bullets when you guys were walking there. It was hilarious.
4: Yeah, I walked out. I walked out with spending the least amount of money, so I was proud of myself. But adulting, unfortunately,
2: right? But the other, the other guys. Oh my
4: god! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they got robbed, and it makes sense because they were at a bank, so it was kind of like the bank was robbing them back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my favorite photos we took during that hangout was the because, like I said, the the oak scale stuff is in an old like elementary school. It's the photo of Steve stuffing you in a locker yes
5: yeah that was that was funny but uh, it, it was appropriate i was just storing some of my funds in a bank vault there <laughs> <laughs> Uh
2: it's so much fun and it, it like i said it's so much fun you go to a hobby shop with with friends i know um john you and you and steve uh, you, sorry you steve and 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 sid have done that i know you and, S- and sid do that quite often too
3: Oh yeah. No, we have, we have a good time, uh, locally here. Um, we have, we do have a few hobby shops left, thankfully. And so we, uh, we like to go around and, uh, spend time and just see what's, what's there and just, you know, talk about all the different models. I mean, it's like you guys have said, it's so much more fun to go with somebody in person and be able to, um, You know, I learn stuff all the time going to these places about, you know, new models and stuff I didn't know existed and then showing them things I think are cool and just, you know, and then, of course, the vicarious making other people purchase things so you don't have to thing is always fun. I got you guys to do that a bit when we were uh, when you came out here to uh, Maryland and D.C which was great. Um, Matt getting some of your new, that was really cool. um, What yellow bonnet diesels you got. I love those things. I've been seeing those things in that shop for so long before you bought those. And (laughs) it's like, they're just waiting for you. You know, these things, people come from out of town. It's like, yeah, that was meant to be. I love moments like that.
2: You know, I think one of the, it's just to kind of segue into just for folks who do want to have adventures like this for themselves uh, I, we've been recommending this on on the podcast for for many years now, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it again. York is the place to go if you want to start diving into big train shows and get a chance to meet a lot of the people that you you look up to or you watch uh, in the hobby. You know, Eric RBP, Jason Stuckert. You know, those guys go to York all the time, and if you want to meet people like that, that is that is the place to do it. You know, and Speaking of, like how John said, like, t- you know, living vicariously through your friends and t- peer pressure each other to buy trains. I mean, what better place to do it than than York? I mean, John, you and I had a blast hanging out with with Sid this year at the show. I, it's what I was looking forward to the most, and uh, it was a blast. I, I really enjoyed that.
3: Oh, yeah. We, we, when the three of us get together, it's always uh, we we are terrors. We have such a good time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... And we, we made Matt R spend some money there, and buy some some HO stuff. Yes, we did. You know, it's a predominantly O scale right. show.
3: Yeah, we're completely safe oh, on that because then you know he has to buy all of it because he's the one that does it. So we're completely safe. He won't show <laughs> us. But oh, you have to buy this HO. Nope, Mm-mm. all you. I got I got
0: bullied the year before uh, in O scale, and I'm still bullied in HO scale. So <laughs> they, I have no, they do that I a lot, safe don't they, zone. Matt?
3: There's no safe place for me. If we don't no, there's
0: no safe place. They they bully
4: everybody.
3: If we don't bully you into buying things, we don't care.
2: <laughs> you seem to really enjoy yourself this year with the layout tours that we did and the people and places we stopped this year. Matt uh, Matt R.
0: Oh, I did. I, I love going uh, to visit other people's layouts. Um, mainly just obviously for the social side of it, but also to see like a lot of times what you see on camera and I think we can all relate to this as well as like, you know, especially when you go over to like a YouTube content creators house, um, you know, you see their layout on the, on the videos all the time. But when you actually go to see when you get, when you go down there and you're actually looking at their actual environment, you're like, Oh, wow, I didn't, I didn't realize it looked like this. Um, but uh, like just, you know, cause you know, we got a chance to visit um, RBP and um, he just has a really cool setup. I, I love what he has set up down there and, Um, you know, it was big enough for a lot of people to kind of like spread out. And some people were on one side of the bridge and some people were on the other. Um, But yeah, I, I really enjoy uh, going and visiting uh, other layouts. And of course, especially the, um, um, and you'll have to remind me of the name of it. I I, I do apologize, but um, the
2: Susquehanna club. Yes.
0: The Susquehanna club. That was awesome. I was very, very impressed uh, with their layout, especially since they had a, O scale layout uh, on the bottom and then you go upstairs and there's just this giant HO layout. I'm like, oh, this is, this is unbelievable. I've never seen like a double decker multi-scaled, uh, you know, area layout like that before. So that was really, really cool.
2: Wasn't that yeah. formerly a church?
0: Yeah, it was. Yep. And, and, and the, the kicker here is the HO layout was there first and it was always upstairs. And then the O scale came later downstairs. It was ah. the desire of God. It was the will of the Lord. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Steve, what did you think yeah. of it? You were there with us.
5: Yeah. That little layout up there was amazing the way you wandered through. And then they had added on, um, another piece from another layout, uh, which featured another, you know, turntable and whatnot. But, um, yeah, it was interesting inside a church and uh, yet it was a uh, a fun place. You, you know, um, you could enjoy the upstairs. Yeah, I knew what it was in its heyday for the church, but, uh, you know, now to have the layout up there and uh, downstairs with the O-Gage um, modular style layout, um, which they're working on. Uh, it was just, Really nice and a very nice bunch of guys willing to talk to you. And, uh, you know, they allowed us running, you know, trains on their layout, which was uh, nice, you know.
2: Oh, 100 percent. All the guys were there. Uh, kudos to them. They were all so inviting, so very hospitable with us, letting us run trains in their layout and, and getting us food to make sure we're all well-fed and, and you know, had drinks all around. They, they were They were great um everyone was so friendly and they were just also inviting as well so i I really hope we can visit them again next year because they're just all all fantastic people every single one of them um there's also one one other thing i wanted to touch on here and then we can kind of we can kind of wind down for the night steve you've had quite a lot of adventures over the years with with other groups and uh, before us, us even Um, I know in in past shows, you mentioned you actually got a chance to ride behind 844. Were there any other adventures that you were able to take through through groups like that, that you can recall that really stand out to you?
5: Um, Yeah, like I said, with the 844, we were supposed to be behind the Challenger, but they never got her running. So we um, actually was inside the boiler of the Challenger. Uh, UP gave us complete access to anything on the grounds there. And um, they said the two times that I rode behind 844, they said we took such good care of their equipment more so than their own employees. And uh, they were always warm and welcoming. And uh, I had a feeling if we'd have um, had our uh, LCCA convention in Omaha, um, had COVID not happened, we would have uh, rode behind. uh you know, the big boy, forty fourteen, but, um, we're doing Omaha. I think it's next year. So, uh, there's a good chance we might get to see uh the big boy in action. Um, I've been out to California with the LCCA. Um, um, I used to go up in Vermont and, uh, now all of those trains have been transferred to, uh, Uh, what is it, Scranton, PA. That used to be the Bellows Fall Railroad, and uh, now the equipment's up there. Um, Riding behind uh, some of their equipment is nice. But like I said, most of these other places, you know, museums, I'll have maybe one or two pieces that are operational, and uh, the rest you're looking at static displays. It's always nice when you uh, find, like at the IRM, where you can actually ride every time you go on different equipment and whatnot. Um, Definitely, you know, uh, a big part of it, as well as, uh, you know, different uh, conventions, the people you meet, the friends you develop over the years. And uh, I keep in contact with a bunch of them. some of them are on YouTube, some Facebook, um, others, you know, it's just the normal uh, by mail or whatnot. And then when we get together for the annual convention, but, uh, you know, lo- lifetime uh, friendships have been developed. In fact, one of the guys, uh, he travels a lot and uh, it's with his university he graduated from. And uh, he asked me to go on a trip with him. And. Everyone in the group was trying to figure out, were we in the service together, or how did we meet? And the two of us go, no, it's through model railroads and whatnot, but uh, we've formed a, a lifelong friendship. He comes out here to visit me, and I go out to see his layout and whatnot. So that's definitely uh, you know, the biggest part of the hobby is the friendships and uh, getting together.
2: Couldn't have put it better myself, Steve. That That is exactly it. That's so fantastic. A hundred percent. And, you know, he, he, I, I couldn't ask for a better group of guys to be buddies with, honestly. You know, I, I know we say this almost every other episode, but, you know, I I knew nobody before 2020. Uh, I, I did my hobby by myself. I was very ignorant to the world that was around me in terms of model railroading. And then I join, I join a couple of discords, and I, I have all of you to thank for for my involvement in the hobby and how much this has changed for me. It means so much, and a lot of my enjoyment comes from it. You know, I couldn't ask for a better group of friends. Appreciate it,
0: Jared. Yep, I agree. I think my friend, my Discord friends list went up like five hundred percent twenty twenty. Yep. Yep. Yeah, plus plus one. I. I
1: I know I've been kind of a mute this whole show, but uh, now I've been listening to what all you guys have been saying. And it sounds like guys all had quite the, uh, quite the adventures. And kind of like Johnny said, you know, I couldn't ask asked for a better group of friends, really. Thank you guys. And to all you guys listening, too. 100%. Uh, that's right. 100%. People
3: are what make this hobby great. We got to get you involved, Matt Z, too. Yeah. You got to come down and uh, hang with us, man.
1: Yeah. I do. I do. I keep, you know, I watch all your videos and I hear all the stories and whatever else. I thinking, man, I got to get down there. One, one of these days I'm going to do that. One of the uh, next meetup you guys have, I'm going to uh, have to uh, have a look at doing that. I know Johnny and I were talking, you know, the, the late 3am calls and be like, Hey, we got to get, get you down here. I know, I know, but uh, I, I will do it uh, for well, sure. So one day you'll way, see Matt, me out here. I get
2: to That's... see Steve next week. I get to see John in March. And then when we do Chi-Town Boogaloo 2024, you better be down here.
3: Yes,
1: hey, We'll make it happen, buddy.
2: Yeah, it's and, on the sure short. Right, you,
3: you have to do it. <laughs> ha, 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 no, it's ha, ha. on record. You have to have fun with us.
0: Want to support your favorite O-Scale podcast and rock some awesome merch? Well, now you can. We've teamed up with RedBubble.com and have come up with a great selection of gear that you can get right now. They have everything from shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, bags, you name it. Heck, you could even get a wall clock with us on it. All this great stuff and more at RedBubble.com. Links are down in the show notes, so grab yourself some gear and rock some awesome podcast merch. I'm cutting in here with my second question, guys. I told you there was three questions. So your pick for the most influential model railroading content creator on any platform in 2023. This is not a popularity contest, nor is this uh, who puts out the most content. Just tell me, use your gut, who do you think was the most influential, or at least to you, who was the most influential influential moderate running content creator for 2023 on any platform? Oh. Well,
4: uh, uh, well, I'll go ahead. I, I, yeah. I don't want to be this guy, but I'll be honest with you. The videos I found the most entertaining are probably Johnny's. You know, he just he puts a lot of work into his stuff, and the entertainment's there for sure. And he, and you know, and his weathering work has just become bar none some of the best i've seen and you know I, I just i just thoroughly enjoyed johnny's videos to be honest with you
3: that is a flat fantastic right.
0: excellent
4: that's, that's a fantastic very excellent. answer.
3: Yep. i'm gonna piggyback yeah. off that if i may and also say probably it's gonna be a tie between johnny and sid uh because i'm just such like close buddies with sid just locally we do a lot of, of, our, of stuff together um and he puts out really interesting, unique content, all his, like, just, I love, I love discussing with him, he and I will be in, like, DMs and stuff, just talking about, like, you know, weird, like, projects to do, and stuff, <clears throat> like, resurrecting flooded locomotives, and just all this crazy stuff, but, um, yeah, I would say, Johnny, you have done a lot for the community, uh, this year, in terms of, um, the weathering stuff, God, dude, you really, stop, all the photos. It's so good. You make me. You have to weather my whole tweet. <laughs> oh, dude. facts.
4: One hundred percent facts.
3: Do it. Do it. I need to. And then um, also, blue nami. Like you and sit on the blue nami stuff, man. I I got my local shop guy who is this old. Been in the business thirty plus years. Does you know is very apprehensive of anything new. He won eighty <laughs> so hard when he saw it in person and loved it. Um, like it's such an interesting new thing. And you you and Sid have been great ambassadors for bringing that to uh just the lit, you know everybody in the community who doesn't really know about it like you know it's that combined with the great photos. I mean, we've seen we've seen people emu- starting to Emily em- da, 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 da. let's say <laughs> they can't say let's say more than two syllable words accurately. Um <laughs> people emulating your um visual style in terms of your photos. Um I mean, I've seen it. I I you know it's fantastic. I mean, what do they say? The greatest form of flattery is imitation. Um, so the fact that I've been seeing that, the weathering making me want to do it, the blue Nami. Um, I'm gonna say, yeah, it's 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 a pretty pretty close
2: tie between you and Sid there for uh two most influential. Well you said, guys yeah. are, You guys are way too kind. I, I really appreciate the kind words, guys. I'm I'm hey, I'm, I'm you do a lot, man.
3: You do a lot of work <laughs> yeah, in the you community.
2: Do. I appreciate that. I I've, uh, it's a hard one for me to say because everyone in this hobby does so much for for the future of it. Yep. And it, it's hard for me to say, I, I definitely appreciate lot for being my, my, my partner in crime when it comes to <laughs> Blue Nami stuff. Well you know when I, even when we were at York, I was peddling Blue Nami to everyone who would give me you know the time of day. and, and that was really fun. and I really <laughs> appreciate him collabing with me and doing all that this year. Um, to the point where we got Soundtracks' attention as well. That that was that was a high point for us. But really, I think it's it's the trio, you know, of RBP, Jason Stucker, um, and and Eric. Not to mention, you know, Chris Montagno, all those guys. You know, they're the ones who are really leading the charge. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, obviously they they have the highest you know sub count and all that, and they have the the limelight. But they they put in the work though. Um, Chris my put so much work into all this stuff on the back end for um, for TCA and and, and classic toy Tra- for classic toy trains and stuff like that um, pushing out so much content uh, RBP and Jason and Eric really growing their communities and spreading positivity too you know really showing yep. the fun in trains you know we yeah. get mm. so locked into the world of a scale modeling and rivet counting and we you know we, we get lost to that and i know these are our models but they're also t- toys at the same time and it's hard to get it's really easy to get lost in the world of well this isn't like this why isn't we don't have this you know they're they're trains and sometimes you remember just let Johnny, them run.
4: they were toy trains before they were model trains
2: a hundred percent everyone now. has a right to to yeah yep. everyone has a right to their opinion and your product should be you know as it should be and you have a right to voice that concern but at the, at the at the same time, don't forget to kick back and have fun. And those guys really push for that. Like, Eric's made a lot of really fun videos. Chris always has a huge smile on his face, and Jason, the comedy he puts into it, how informative he is—it's so much fun. And those guys rock at what they do. And I really hope, and not to mention the panels they put a they they do at York as well. I was just going to say you know, they the they really yeah, look at the crowds that. they draw, man. Seriously. Yep. Yep, and that's the thing. You know, we always hear the hobbies die and the hobbies die and kids don't care. No, it's, we have to shift our focus to promote it on social media. And those guys are are rocking it.
0: I don't disagree with anybody that you chose. I'm going to pick peachy. She has brought like an, like a pretty new perspective uh, that we haven't had in O scale. And she does a lot of like all kinds of O scale categories. Obviously, you know, she does like, uh, you know, uh, command control, post-war like she's just doing all kinds of stuff and uh you know i i think she's definitely sprouted up pretty quickly uh over the over this year especially in 2023 from uh being somebody new to the hobby and then obviously just like really taking off and influencing a lot of people and and making it obviously making o scale like really fun to be in and you don't have to have expensive stuff and you don't have to have a super huge layout and you don't have to have um you know uh, a million trains uh to you know have fun in this hobby so um uh, again my my kudos goes to her but obviously you know every answer here has been
3: correct that's Matt art that's she is one of the nicest friendliest and most enjoyable people to talk to in person i got to meet her at um uh, what was it? I think Detroit, and also um, she was also in um, Chris's at Chris. Yes, she is such yeah. a wonderful person, and such brings such great energy to the hobby. I'm totally with you on that too.
1: For me, I, I got to go with. I mean, like I said, all, all you guys, you know, uh, Johnny, especially uh, you know the the way you do the videos, and I I said it when I was watching your Blue Nami, video just the way you present the product is it's just. It's so good, and I, I'll tell you, I, I really enjoy watching that video. It was uh, just a really good video. But uh, uh, so everybody does, you know, great videos. You know, so I guess if I had to pick, it's you know everybody. You know, uh, Chris is Jason, Eric, uh, and uh, Nick PGH. You know, he, he does thing. You know, he does videos, and you know, can't go wrong with him too. But uh, I think my pick is Sid. He really the projects he's done and the just his technical expertise, I guess is just fantastic, and the knowledge he has is just crazy, you know him and I will you know be on call you know late nights and whatever, just talking about you know all kinds of you know technology and command and this and then it's just it's crazy and to think you know kind of like what John said, the projects he's done I actually own one of those i uh, he sold me his a two Burke that was in the flood with the GG one and uh the thing was gross on the inside and on the outside of, and he cleaned it up. The thing was brand new and th- that was that was kind of the shocking thing to him and especially me too. The the thing had I think he said like three minutes on it or something. It had like nothing on it. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. That this this engine, I'm like, holy smokes you know but uh no i i love it it's really nice and it's you know got quite the story and it's got the battle scars to go along with it so it's a fun engine and you know what it's an a2 so <laughs> can't go wrong with one of those hashtag rare but uh you know they're all cool so but uh no i if i had to pick a, a guy it's it's sid uh he does amazing work so sid if you listen to this uh great stuff buddy keep it up
0: he's the type of guy that will always help you out no matter what. And he usually never asks for anything in return, Uh, unless it's like an official project that you're working with him on. But for the most part, um, like he'll always, you know, he'll help you out no matter what, like, you know, really quick story. And this obviously involves um, Sid coming to visit us uh, here um, at, uh, this is like earlier last year. It was one of our first kind of meet and greets and stuff like that, that we had. And, um, he came to my house and we kind of hang out on my layout, and I think that's the night we had like, uh, I was doing a live stream with, Sid, like a Sid <laughs> Sid live stream. It was it was fun. It was it was it was a fun time. I do have to say that. But uh, let me get back uh, to my point here. Um, I had a uh, Alton Limited uh, Pacific uh, that I just I, I needed, uh, you know, I needed four chuffs right, and um, you know Sid was coming out here, and he didn't have to like sit here and do work but he's like yeah no problem you know bam sits at my workbench bam, bam, bam. does does it works his magic bam here you go four chuffs i'm like well what can i do for you what can i give you he's like no don't worry about it and it, that's just the kind of guy he is 100
3: yep helped me the same way in long island got my um my tmcc southern mountain boom four chuffs in about a couple of minutes so sweet to do that
4: yeah same thing with Sid. I'll i'll text him about stuff like Just anything little, and he's always like, this one, or this one, or try this, or try that.
0: Steve, uh, how about yourself uh, on this question? Any pick from you?
5: There's a bunch of uh, guys out there. Uh, Johnny, uh, your um, artistic eye and uh, the way you attack a project, um, it's just uh, the... Quality of the videos is awesome. From a technical standpoint, I'd have to agree with it being Sid. And you talk about when he was here, yeah, he was in my workroom working on these different trains and whatnot. And I sent him a picture last night. I said, I had a little time. I went in and I cleaned the workroom out. I got rid of a lot of the extra stuff. I painted the floor. And I put it all back together last night. And he was like, oh, that's great, great, you know. Um, But you got uh, Chris R.B.P., obviously Chris Montagna, you know, Jason, they're doing so much for the hobby. Another one that we haven't spoke of, uh, Peachy, too. I think she brings a different uh, view to it. And uh, that's nice to see that the hobby has bridged across, you know, not just um, guys in the hobby, that there are actual uh, females that enjoy this hobby just as much. Um, But there's a guy down in uh, Florida, Trains of Lark. Um, I don't know if any of you saw that Christmas special he put together where he um, had people uh, put together short segments of what uh, Christmas and trains you know, what it means, I mean, he did an excellent job on that, and I think there's uh, another individual that's uh, going to be setting, uh, you know, a new standard. Uh, the, the whole Internet has brought so much to this hobby. I remember the days before the Internet, and, uh, yeah, it was only through local connections that you met with people, but with the Internet, it's opened it up worldwide. I talk to people over uh, overseas and whatnot, and uh, as well as they follow me, and you know, we chat back and forth. Um, I think the hobby's got a bright future, and uh, all of this uh, social media is doing so much to promote it and uh, bring us together as a uh, a tight knit group. So that's my input uh, on you know the. Social influencers.
2: I totally agree with you, Steve. I, I want to do a really quick one as well. I I completely I can't believe we completely forgot this. But if I had to choose one person who has had the biggest reach over all platforms, Instagram, YouTube, the works, Bill B. A hundred percent Oh,
3: no kidding. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Without yeah, a doubt. I agree. That's
3: a great oh you, yeah. I was just thinking about him too. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Bill is in every every live stream, every post. He's in every comment, starring discussion. So and Bill goes above and beyond. Oh yeah, he he is. He doesn't just leave a nice video. He will leave you a full proper comment saying what he enjoyed and wish you well. Always personally signs every comment. Himself. He signs his comments. Who else does that? Nobody. And Bill does something that is so. And this is gonna sound so like simple, but. Bill will watch every video that you people post from yep. beginning to end in a time where everyone just skips around the videos, and I'm just as guilty. Bill will sit there and watch your video from beginning to end to make sure that you get all the watch time and your video gets more more time in the algorithm. Nobody's a, as big a trooper as Bill be, 100%. No
3: kidding. That's a great point. Well well stated, Johnny. Oh, and um, Steve, can I just say, that was, fin- that was such a sweet sentiment. Oh my gosh, I almost teared up you talking about just you talking to your friends overseas and everything. Um, Lark, I, I actually submitted a video for his, uh, train Christmas, uh, celebration. That was a fantastic thing he put together. So I'm with you and all that. I'm with all you guys. We, this amount of support and love we just show all of each other is so in, inviting. I mean, you know, you go out into the world and you have to deal with all, you know, all manner of horrible things to be able to have this, to come back to where we can all enjoy each other's company and, uh, You know, just find peace and harmony and just relax in this setting is such a blessing. It's the happy place. It is the happy place, absolutely.
2: A hundred percent.
1: Enjoying this week's topic? You can join in on the conversation, too, on our community Discord server. We have a lot of different discussion channels, ranging from showing off your collection, discussing the latest and greatest in the industry a by-and-sell forum, and even a voice channel you can hop on, call, and talk trains with us late into the night. We're a little over 300 strong, and we'll love to have you join us too. Check out the invite link to our community Discord down in the show notes, read and acknowledge the rules, and introduce yourself and start chatting. We have a great team of moderators who make sure all are welcomed and respected. So what are you waiting for? Come on down and join us in on the fun, and let's talk some trains.
0: Well, does anyone have any closing thoughts? We're we're coming up on about a almost an hour and twenty minutes here. Um anyone have any last minute things they want to discuss? Anything like any like huge highlight for twenty twenty three or maybe your favorite moment of twenty twenty three that you wanted to just kind of quickly uh you know bring up and, and chat about? Did you well okay, I I got I got one I have to ask you guys. What's up? What what
4: are you hoping for? in the new catalog. Ooh. What are you hoping for? Like your wildest dreams, most out there stuff. What are you, what are you hoping the Lionel gods are gonna bless us with?
3: Oh man, that's a good question, Carmine.
0: Uh, honestly, so I'll go first really fast, really fast and it's something I've been harping on probably for the last couple of years. But, um, and of course they did actually do it <laughs> this year. But um, more streamlined steam engines. Like, there's such a lack of really nice streamlined steam engines that you can only get now from either Old MTH or Old Weaver. And that's about it. Or uh, Third Rail as well. Uh, but it's kind of hit and miss with Third Rail. But um, we'd really like to see, you know, Hiawathos. You know, I mean, come on, there's so many like streamlined engine streamlined steam engines that Lionel can be doing. Yeah. I think they still have the tooling for, so mm-hmm. let's see them. You know, I, I mentioned the, the New York Hudson did obviously, you know, the Dreyfus Hudson did well. So hopefully yeah. maybe that'll kind of like, you know, turn some lights on, uh, you know, at Lionel and say, hey, you know what? Maybe people do want streamlined steam engines. So that's what I'm hoping
3: for. I swear that that Ceno Cino Greenbrier, that thing was just that was testing the waters for a, a a scale yellow belly. I just know it. It has to be. Please, Lionel, please, yellow belly, please.
1: <laughs> I think it was uh, between either the yellow belly or an M1 turbine. Oh, the or turbine would
3: be great to see again. I'm down for that too. That's that's an honorary yellow belly. Yep, definitely right? down for that as well.
1: But um, oh yeah, I uh, I think for me I'm gonna piggyback off of what you said, man. I wanted Legacy E4, the Chicago Northwestern Hudson. I had the Proto One, and I really liked that engine. But I, I knew there was nicer out there, and I would love to see a Legacy one of that with the with their you know IR tether. The whole nine yards. One want. is a piece of garbage, uh, I, bro. I want the blackened side rods. The the dark and trim. The, oh God, I want it all. Give it to me. Whistle smoke, Mars light, emergency light. Give it to me.
2: Let's go. Steve, what about you? What are you wishing for?
5: I don't know. I, I think I've overspent. So.
2: <laughs>
4: well, <laughs> but, Steve, no. it's next year. It's next I'm... year. You're good. you got some time still.
5: Yeah. I'm listening to all of the things you're saying and I mean, uh, I'm up for any one of those, I tell you. Um... I enjoy each year they come out with something uh, that uh, tickles my fancy, and I find that even though I had one or I currently have one, I, I have to get the latest and greatest. Um, Lionel lately has been, uh, you know, unbelievable in what they've been producing, the uh, all of the effects and whatnot. It's just, you know, awesome. <laughs> Well put,
2: well put. What about you, Johnny? What do you want to see? So I had to think about this for a second, but I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say <laughs> no, no, too many. We've had enough. You can't not have. We've had before. enough. I'm. I don't want more. I'm, um, this is one that I think Carmine will 100% agree with me on. It's about time we see one made in three rail. I want an S160. Yep. Yep. I want S160. Yep. Yep. A <laughs> hundred. <laughs> percent yes
4: <laughs> i know lionel's got 080 toolings laying around just cut the headlight off the front and glue an air pump to it <laughs> give me something
2: <laughs> i don't care for our listeners not- there's so many road oh, names. i was gonna say for- oh, go ahead john you can yeah for it. our
3: listeners who might not know an s160 is a uh, this strange american built like military locomotive that was shipped literally all over the world to almost every country that we interacted with
4: it is the Honda Civic of the railroad world
3: or the Toyota Corolla <laughs> if you're me um but yeah. or the Toyota Corolla <laughs> yes no they they are amazing <laughs> engines and you could do so many fun things with one of those that's a great idea that's a and oh carmine you'd be buying what what eight of the damn things wouldn't you
4: listen all I know is Lionel would need to include a, uh, a special sound effect for the locomotive suicide pill. Where you pull the pin, it's like you're draining all the water out of the boiler. Well, we better get out of here fast. <laughs> We're turning out the lights.
2: <laughs> uh, but there's so many different road names you could do. You know, yes. even you could do any of the British paint schemes, the U.S. Army paint scheme, Transportation Corps, transportation corps. the Alaska Railroad is restoring one of theirs. Great Smoky yep. Mountain has one. TVRM has a Southern style one. Yep, there's so the many different is at TVRM. Exactly. There's so many different flavors. There's one. There's one at um, Age of Steam Roundhouse. There's they're everywhere.
4: Yeah. So, and if Lionel doesn't make one of those in a box set with repainted Hogwarts coaches, I swear to God.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. There's some there's so much potential and Lionel has made bank on US army steam locomotives and diesels in past it's about time you could make yep. a brass hybrid one if you really wanted to go buck nutty with it and they would That's sell the way people are begging yeah. for these things but, yeah, that's that's my vote, 100% for sure. Yeah, so,
3: also, I agree with you, just without a doubt. Small steam. I mean, more small steam. I was Johnny, you and I were talking earlier today. Four, modernized 440s, you know, electric headlights, outside um, valve gear, all that kind of stuff. Give us more small steam.
2: Yep. Uh, I, I'd love to see one of those Rock Island small steam engines with their weird, weird Vandy tender, like half Vandy tenders like giant turtle shells.
3: Those are so cool. Yeah, just the just the obscure but, stuff. That's it's always good to see. And they've been they've been doing more of that lately to their credit. They have been getting more into uh some of the obscure steam and uh doing their research on that stuff. So it's been looking good. I think we're turning in a good direction. We're getting the colors back on track. It's looking good.
2: Oh, yeah. It's a
4: slow oh, it turn, me. but it's a turn. Oh
2: yeah,
3: absolutely. I'll take
4: it. I'll yeah. take it.
2: A good question, Carmine. That was, that was really great. great.
4: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I had to ask that because that's whatever—that's what's on everybody's mind right now with the new catalog coming yeah. up.
2: Great question. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, anybody else have any other questions they want to finish us out with?
3: Matt, did you get to say your your third ghost of Christmas yet to come question?
0: Well, thank you for bringing that up. I'm actually going to leave that one for when we uh, everyone does their outro social media. It's a really quick kind of blurb that you can give us. So I'll leave that for that side of things, but if anyone else has anything they want to bring up, now's the
5: time.
2: I don't think so. I think I'm good.
1: Yeah, I can't think of nothing.
0: So we have an amazing community, and of course we'd like to take a moment to shout out to some fantastic people who boosted the server and helped us keep the lights on here at the Miniature Models Podcast Discord server. Hard work pays off. Dashing Dan's Trains, Tim's Trains, Every Day is Life, and SD70 Train Fan. Uh, thank you, folks. We really, really appreciate it.
2: The the last person on that list is actually a spe- special thanks or special shout out to him, actually. Um, I don't know if, if Steve and Carmine remember, but he, he was the guy who was on the, the Midnight Zephyr with us. That we were chatting. With.
4: Oh, that dude. Oh, yeah, that's wow. him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. He was the, he was the one that was
2: fangirling over you, right, Johnny? He's like, "You're Johnny." Yeah, he's right? like, he's like, "Wait, you guys are from the, from the YouTube, right?" <laughs> yeah, he he's a great guy and he he's really active, so I want to give a special shout out oh, to that's him since cool. we talk about that trip. He he was there and it was awesome running into him. So, we
0: really appreciate you guys. It's it's, you know, the listeners, it's you who inspire us to keep the show going. So tonight was an awesome show, but I see our stop is coming up next. If you like to get more of us off of the air, where can folks find you now? Um, for the uh, the guests and the host tonight, um, I'm gonna ask you to plug a something a little else with your social media. So, what I want to know is your pick for a guest you would like to see slash here on the Miniature Models podcast that has not been a guest before um you don't have to do any explanation just you know when you tell us your social media links give us a name of who you'd like to see on the show that hasn't been on the show before so um i'll start out with steve where can people find you sir
5: well i'm on uh facebook instagram and youtube and it's just my name no space in between Stephen with a ph last name k-o-f-e-r-l and, um, and, boy, that's a tough question. Someone that hasn't been on the show before. I'm going to have to think more about that before I give my response. Okay.
0: All right. We'll come back to you. Uh,
4: Carmine, where can people find you? You guys can find me on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Facebook is on my business page, Photo Locomotive Works. Or if you want my personal Facebook, it's Carmine Credelli. Um, my Instagram is the same thing. It's fairest of them all, SRT8. And the person I definitely think you guys need to have on the show is my dog, Bryce Mance, which is O Gage Train Lover on Instagram. He's got a wonderful Christmas layout, and uh, he's just a very knowledgeable
0: guy, and he's got a lot to
4: share about the hobby. So he's one I definitely would like to see you guys get on here.
0: Appreciate that. Duly noted. Mr. John Schwartz, where can people find you, sir?
3: Thank you very much, Matt. You can find me at retromakado 96 on Instagram and RetroMikado on YouTube. I'm getting ready to post my two big end-of-the-year videos, so make sure to keep an eye out for that. And as always, you can find me as well in our Discord at just RetroMikado. I'm always hanging out in there, having fun, shooting the breeze with y'all. It's always a good time. And as far as someone I would want on the podcast, uh, man, let's think. All right, I'm going to throw it right back to childhood. I'm going to say Jeff from TM Productions. Um, he has had, along with his father, Tom, uh, they've had a massive influence on me and I'm sure a lot of our other listeners in the world of radio out there. So he's one I'd love to see on at some point. Um, him or maybe Danny Harmon from the um, from Heron Railfame and his own Distant Signal uh, channel on YouTube. Those would both be great. Uh, I think just having some media folk on our podcast would be fun to have a little something different.
2: Excellent. Great choices. Johnny, how about yourself? Oh, those are some great choices, John. Um, Danny Harmon's also a really good one. He's got like the radio voice, like the voiceover. Oh voice. yes. Yeah. You can't beat him. I remember, I, I actually, <laughs> I remember I was watching some infomercials. <laughs> Danny Harmon showed up voicing one of the infomercials. <laughs> But um, you can find me on YouTube at Audemus. That's A-U-D-A-M-U-S. Uh, I don't post nearly as much as I post on Instagram, but I am currently working on a video about my VisionLine Big Boy and me pushing it through the limits of what really is the minimum curve radius. So I'm currently in the middle of editing that. If you want to see me torture VisionLine Big Boy, uh, you can subscribe to my channel and hit the bell icon for notifications. You can also find me on Instagram at autumus underscore trains and Facebook by the same name. I post there a lot more. And if you want to see some of those fantastic photos that those guys here on the show were complimenting, which was very kind of them. uh, If you want to see my work there or some of my weathering work, please follow me on there. And last but not least, you can find me on the Miniature Models Podcast Community Discord, where I am there reading and responding to your posts and making a fool of myself in the voice chat. So come on down. It's lots of fun. Uh, my nomination for the Ice Bucket Challenge—oops, did I say that? No. Uh, for uh, for the show is I would probably say uh, George from Soundtracks uh, for Blue Nami and all your videos. I want to chat with you, uh, Sid, and I want to chat with you. So hopefully we can have you on the show sometime this year. Um, and also I'd like to nominate Joe Stackler. We met him on the Nebraska Zephyr earlier this year at Irm, and I would also love to have him on the show since he showed interest. Uh, how about you, Matt Z?
1: You can find me on YouTube under matt Train Lover 9943 uh, f- Facebook under the same name, Instagram, Hobbies, and uh, so, you know, John said, you know, always on the Discord chat and having a good old time on there. Uh, for the podcast, I actually have two, and uh, wh- one of them is kind of a little out there, so I'll just start with this, is uh, Matt Bound from the uh, TV show that uh, was popular in the 2008 time frame was extreme trains. Uh, it was a very you know knowledgeable show on uh, you know the rear railroads and kind of how they worked. But another one I have that uh, I know Johnny and I have talked about him in the past is uh, Ray Manley. Uh, Ray Man 4449 is this uh, website name. He's a tech uh, for MTH. Uh, he does repairs and all kinds of cool work with that. And he's mainly into G scale, but he's Done a lot of really cool things, and I would love to chat with him and kind of get the inside story on, you know, working on models and all that sort of thing, uh, as far as the MTH side goes. So that'd be really something I would like to see, but uh, we'll see what happens. I thought
0: you were going to try to plug like Bruce Springsteen in there, try to get him on the show. All right, so th- there's a oh, third yeah, person. Oh, come on, on we there, want bro. some That's Bruce Springsteen. Come <laughs> on now, you will all the home, podcast. yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, You can find me on YouTube at uh, WC Model Railroad, uh, Facebook as WC Model Railroad, and of course on Instagram as WC Model Railroad. Uh, My pick uh, would be Dave Olson from uh, Lionel. Uh, As a kind of a techie guy myself, um, I like to get into the nuts and bolts of things and asking the the head, pretty much chief engineer there at uh, Lionel some technical questions would be pretty cool. Uh, Steve, did you, uh, did you f- pick somebody?
5: Uh the only one I can really think of, and I don't think you've interviewed him, would be that, uh, young guy down in Florida, Trains of Lark. Oh, no, we haven't. Uh,
0: All right.
1: No, we can. Yeah, great pick. I'm yeah, uh, really
5: into trying to unite this hobby and, uh he's looking forward to getting uh he's going to try to get up here next year so hopefully uh when we have the gathering uh, everyone will get to meet him so Sounds be a good. lot of fun looking forward to it yep
0: all right folks well again uh, i want to thank everybody here the hosts the guests everyone for listening to us and of course our listeners uh, again we wouldn't do this if um we didn't love doing it and uh, we appreciate your ears but more importantly too if you're using uh, any kind of podcast listening uh, app that lets you leave any kind of feedback, we would appreciate if you can go into that feedback and leave us a comment, leave us a star, you know, however, whatever rating system, you know, that app uses, um, you know, give us some feedback uh, because that obviously uh, gets the show out there, throws us in the algorithm, um, it'll pop up on other people's, uh, you know, podcast apps that are looking for, you know, model railroading, uh, you know, podcasting stuff so uh we would really really appreciate that uh with that said uh, thanks everybody for listening and have a wonderful night good night everyone
2: happy new year good
0: night everybody have a great
1: day no. take, yeah, take care have a happy new year
0: <laughs> we'd like to uh Take a moment here to shout out to some fantastic people who boosted the server this month and uh, helped us keep the lights on here at the Miniature Models Podcast. So, of course, I should have that list up in front of you, right, while I do this. I'm sorry, you're very
2: bold to say it without any list, Matt.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>